Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. If you can tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I've been coming right here, you have the place to be. It's a poor get mentioned, and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where it's at. With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Read it, yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Hello, open line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. This is Keisha Green. Today is Monday, May 8th. We have a great show tonight. I will be chatting with the lovely and talented Faye Thompson. She will tell us all about her upcoming releases, including Mocha Madness, but we also got to get the 411 on her phenomenal movement, Don't Sit On Your Fabulous. So, yes, I know you guys have seen me posting on Instagram and Twitter, hashtag Don't Sit On Your Fabulous. So we're going to hear from the founder, Faye Thompson, and a few about that whole movement, what it means, and how you can just be fabulous. <laughs> I love it. I remember when I first spoke to Faye about this whole Don't Sit On Your Fabulous, I'm like, oh, my God, that is so catchy, and it's so cool, and it's, it's everything. So I'm super excited to get a chance to talk to Faye about the movement. And guess what? Because she is such a kind-hearted person, two lucky listeners will win some goodies from her. One person will walk away with a free Don't Sit On Your Fabulous mug, and someone else will take away a Don't Sit On Your Fabulous t-shirt. Summertime's coming, ladies. Perfect shirt. It's Loving it, loving it, loving it. So you definitely do not want to miss. If you have any questions or comments, please call in to 718-508-9827. The number again is 718-508-9827. Also, if you would like to post questions in the chat room, because it is open page, and you can post your questions there, and I will read them on the air. Or you can just inbox me on Facebook or tweet me on Twitter at Keisha Green, and I will read them on the air. So, yes, great, great show. I'm super excited for Faye to come on. But before we get to that, let me just give you a little bit, a little history on Faye Thompson. Faye Thompson's love affair with books began early on. By the age 10, she was pounding out her first book on the keys of her mother's old manual typewriter, a product of the New York City school system and summer cum laude, New York, um, excuse me, York College graduate. Today, she is the author of the four drama-drenched gems in her mother's shadow, Cheesecake and Teardrops, Red Hot Pepper, and Sippin' Sippin' Saints. Her second novel, Cheesecake and Teardrops, met with rave reviews, landing her a coveted spot in Black Expressions magazine. Living in New York, three best girlfriends struggle to resist a seductive boss, commitment-phobic boyfriend, and a body by Haagen-Dazs. Mm. <laughs> the trio embarks 
upon a spiritual odyssey of redemption, forgiveness, self-acceptance, and tolerance in their quest to be made whole. Cheesecake and Teardrops quickly became a book club favorite. And it does sound like a book club favorite. Sound like drama, sounds sexy, sounds good, sounds all of that. So, yes, we definitely want to talk to Faye about those books, but we cannot mention those without talking about the upcoming releases, and I've been getting so much good feedback as I've been doing promo for Mocha Madness. The cover is all of that. The synopsis is it just screen drama, and Faye Thompson, she pins a great, great novel, so we cannot wait for that to release, but again, we got to talk about Don't Throw in Your Fabulous, so I'm super, super excited about that, and again, to call into the show, it is 718-508-9827. I also want to let you guys know that um, next month, the Relationship Series, for those who do not know what the Relationship Series is, the Relationship Series is basically, I do it here on the Writer's Life Chats, but it's all geared toward relationships. We talk to um, self-help authors, gurus, life coach, relationship experts. You call in or email us your questions. We answer them live on the air, and we always have a good time. Um, This is in spirit of previous shows, if you um, have not tuned in and you want to go check out the, um, the archives, please go and look up um, the relationship series with Mr. Al King. That was a great show. And also look up when I had Shauna Kay on. Um, she's a life coach. So yes, definitely. So next month, the relationship series starts back up and the date um, to be announced, but I do want you to know that first up in that in in the house is Mr. Blair Nash. If you do not know who Blair Nash is, please go Google him. Send you know send him a Facebook friend request. If you're familiar, you know he always drops those relationship gems and jewels, and he is someone to know, especially when it comes to relationships. So next month, Blair Nash Writers Life Chats with the Relationship Series. If you would like to be a guest on the Relationship Series, please contact me via my website at www keishagreen.com so we can hook it up because, yes, the relationship series is always a summer favorite, and I cannot wait, cannot wait to have, you know, to launch it again. But, again, tonight is, and oh, my goodness, I can't feel like I can't say Faye Thompson without telling telling you all not to sit on your fabulous. I told her once, I said, I'm not going to sit on my fabulous. So I'm telling y'all, don't sit on your fabulous. But, yes, tonight's show is going to be awesome. And like I said, you got to be in it to win it because two lucky, lucky, lucky listeners will get some goodies from Faye herself. So, yeah, I'm ready. And I see that it is, you know, it's about that time. And I'm super excited. It's always good to, um, you know, chat with authors, entrepreneurs, and those who have, you know, like minds. So, yeah, I'm excited. I see that. I say is in the building, so let me bring her on and get this show started. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chat. How you doing, Faye? Hey, Keisha, how's it going? That's some bell you got there. <laughs> I gotta let them know you in the I thought house. I was pulling up to a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep, you in the yeah. building. It's official, Faye. <laughs> It is official, oh. official, but welcome, yes. welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank this you. is long overdue, but mm-hmm. I am so super excited to have you on the show tonight because, oh, my goodness, it's fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And also, mm-hmm. too, because the month of May, we're going to talk a little bit about 
May being Mental Health Awareness Month. Want to touch yes. on that and every, all the good stuff and get all in your business. But say, 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 say. Yes. Kisa. Now before I can even before I can even get into like the backdrop of everything that what got you to this point, the buzz is going on about Mocha Madness. Please tell us when will Mocha Madness be available? Because if I get one more inbox about it, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, now, Mocha Madness drops on June 21st, which is the first day of summer. So that's when it will be live. June 21st, so get ready. I'll be putting up the pre-order shortly, and I am ready. It's going to be exciting. I'm so looking forward to that book. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So now, now we can back step. Now let's go back into the writer because this is the writer's life chat. Stay. Tell us about your writing life. I mean, I did. You know, I read over your bio. I told the listeners mm-hmm. about it. But let's hear it from you. When did you really say, you know what? I think I want to take a stab at this writing professionally. Okay. I've always wanted to be a writer since I was a little girl. And I kept putting it off. I would talk about it, but I, you know how they say, don't talk about it, just be about it, you know, and stop talking and just do it. So um, I kept saying, oh, I want to be a writer, I want to be a writer, but I would never do anything to uh, prepare myself for it. And then um, one day uh, someone, you know, a family member said, you know what, just go ahead and do it. Stop talking about it. Just go ahead and do it. So I started um, in her mother's shadow, and that was my first book. And um, I met with Carl Weber, who uh, published that book, and we started talking, and he signed me to a deal. And I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. But the thing is that I tried so hard to get a publishing deal or to get um, an agent or a publisher interested in, in Her Mother's Shadow, and all I got were crickets, okay? So, oh. yeah, and that was hard. And I still have the rejection letters, you know, packed away, and that was rough. Mm-hmm. But um, I went through a few things, and um, my father had passed, and I remember my mother saying to me, that maybe it's not time for uh, bronze, and bronze was the okay. the, uh, the heroine of Inner Mother Shadow. She says, "Why don't you put that okay. away? Why don't you put that away and start something fresh?" So it kind of felt like a, a burial. So I put uh, Inner Mother Shadow away, and I started working on my second book, She's Taking Teardrops, and that's when um, I met Carl Weber. And uh, he said, I I pitched the concept to him, and he said, oh, I love it. And he said, "Um, now go home and give me 100 pages. And I couldn't give him 100 pages, especially with working every day and going in and out of school. I couldn't do it. So then uh, someone said to me, wait a minute, don't you have another book that's already finished, a manuscript? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, give that to him. So then I gave that to him, and that's how um, he published In a Mother's Shadow, and then eventually um, Cheesecake and Teardrops. So it was a long okay. process, 
but once it happened, it happened, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. All right. So now, fast forward ahead. Now with Mocha Madness coming out, um, and you're going the indie route. Was there a reason why you didn't want to pursue going through that process again of signing with a publisher versus doing it on your own? Yes, absolutely. Because um, in between, I had written my, what was that, my fourth book, uh, Slipping Sipping Saints. And Mm -hmm. I showed that to a few people, and they seemed very interested. But for some reason, we could not secure a publishing deal. And so I decided, you know what, I can't wait any longer. I'm just going to go ahead and do it myself. So then I started doing my research, and I said, you know what, I can do this. So then I self-published um, Slipping Sipping Saints. And it okay. was um, important for me to uh, not sit on it because my bishop at church was ill, and he was looking forward to reading the book. And mm-hmm. so I said, you know what? If I do sign with a publisher, if I am, if I do go that route, you know, it, it can take a year or two years before that book hits the shelves. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. said, we really didn't have that time. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and do it myself. So I was able okay. to publish it, and, and it was a blessing. And, and he, it, it was, it was. Um, uh, a fun book, but it was like really, it was just a crazy book. You know, it was like um, okay. Seven Deadly Sins, and each character represented a a, uh, a sin, and just the stuff that happened in the church. And it was fictitious, but um, mm-hmm. it was just it was just messy. Um, but um, okay. <laughs> I was able to, you know, release that and. and so that was a good thing, yeah. Okay. All right. So I now, published that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, I go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. I can, yeah. Once I published that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go that route with Smoke of Madness as well. Okay. All right. So now that's um that basically basically brings me to this question. So now with Mocha Madness and you're doing um your self publishing. Um, what can you share with the listeners? What have you learned since then with that book going the indie route and now, 2017? Wow. The biggest thing that I have learned is that writing a book is, um, that's the easy part. It's, <laughs> yes. you have to, yeah. It's like you have to, it's the branding, it's the promotion, that's, where the key is, you know, it's mm-hmm. easy to write a book and, you know, put it on Amazon and, and then that's that. But if you really mm-hmm. want it to be a success and you really want to reach people, which is usually your goal when you're writing a book, you really need to market yourself. Mm-hmm. You really need a brand. You really need to develop um, uh, readers that are interested. You know, you need a platform you know, it's not just writing a book and, you know, if, um, what's the phrase, if you build it, they'll come. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come if they don't know anything about it, you know. So you really need right. to um, 
present it. You got to promote it. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Right. Yeah, the promotion. I think that, um, and I, just to piggyback what you said, a lot of people think like, okay, someone says to them, oh, my God, you should write a book. So then they go home, they write a book. And then they go on Amazon, they upload the book. And then, you know, a couple of days, they get a couple of sales, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, my God, now what? It's exactly. like nobody's buying my book. And it's like, up uh, because it's, it's a work, it's a job. You have to keep going with it, and you have to, there's the marketing, the branding, all of that. And at the end of the day, um, it's sad to say that people, if they, they support who they like. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that it's a popularity contest, but with social media, they want to feel like they like you or know you. So that's, the, you know, that's how they go with it. So let me ask you this day. How has mm-hmm. social media helped you, you know, just recently with your endeavors that you've been doing? You know, it's funny you should say that because um, what I am learning, when, and I am learning a lot about social media um, because I'm not the most tech-savvy person to begin with, okay? So okay. Um, to get on Instagram and post something or Facebook, it's like, okay, you know, it's like the technical stuff of actually doing it that, um, mm-hmm. you know, delays me sometimes, you know, like, one, it's like if I if I have the thought and I know what I want to put up, but then it's like okay, I have to you know create the graphic, I have to do this, I have to you know the hashtags, you know it's the technical <laughs> stuff hits me, but um, it, it's a challenge, but I'm up for it, and I'm learning also that um, when you are authentic. And when you uh, share your story with others, that's when people begin to connect with you. Mm. And that's the important Very good. thing. When they, can, when they can relate to you and they see, wow, she's going through something similar uh, to what I'm going through or what my sister, what my cousin, you know, it, it makes us realize that we're all human beings and you know, we all have a cross to bear, and we're all, we're in this together. You know, mm-hmm. so you stop mm-hmm. competing with people, and you listen to their stories, and and it's a blessing to share. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. So now, with social media, let's um let's go into the don't sit on your fabulous. Did you okay. feel like social media was going to be? very helpful for the launching of this movement, or you just knew, okay, don't sit on your fabulous. I want to empower, encourage, and all of these things, and if they get it, they get it. What was your mindset behind it? Okay, when I first created um, the the mantra, don't sit on your fabulous, I really created it for myself to remind myself that um, – we all have gifts and talents and passion, God-given gifts and talents that are designed to bless others and will glorify him as well. So it was about empowering me to step up and to speak okay. out and to be a voice. So that's how it started. Don't sit on your fabulous. Um, I remember someone telling me once, um, 
I spoke about something, and they said, wow, you've been sitting on your blessing. And that stuck with me, and I thought there's got to be a way to um, turn that into um, a phrase um, that people can really relate to. So then I thought, you know what, don't Mm -hmm. sit on your fabulous. So that's where it came from. And um, I do have the coffee mugs, and um, I have new T-shirts coming out, and it's 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 just a blessing. Like I can see it, I can env- I can vi- envision it going going places, you know, because mm-hmm. it is powerful and it okay. is motivational. Okay. All right. So now. What was like, um, you know, besides the obvious motivation, you wanted to motivate people with it. Um, what do you um, project or think like long term with it? Like, where would you like to see it go? I would love to see it as a national brand, you know, um, in okay. stores, mm-hmm. even. You know, I would love also to have uh, workshops, you know, don't sit on your fabulous workshops, brunches, Mm -hmm. uh, seminars, uh, speaking engagements, tours, uh, uh, women Mm -hmm. empowerment. I would love to do those things, Mm -hmm. don't sit on your fabulous, you know. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So um, now... I was just going to ask you, when, what year did you, um, you launch Don't Sit on Your Fabulous? Um, let's see. I'm about maybe 2000. I'm trying to think, when did I get the trademark? Um, maybe okay. about 2000, maybe last year. I'm trying to think, because it takes a while. When you, um, when you apply for the uh, trademark, it takes a while for it to be completed. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been about a year or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now, and let me just go back to piggybacking off of the whole social media element. How has social media helped you with this? Because the brand is getting out there, and people, and I'm, um, I have followers now, and I have people mm-hmm. encouraging me that I'm on the right track, that they appreciate my posts. I, it's funny. I actually mm-hmm. had someone um, uh, DM me today that um, that her sister is uh, going through, um, is battling. Uh, bipolar depression and that she's hoping uh, to have her listen in on this conversation that we're having because I really want people to know with Mocha Madness the the reason why I wrote that book, I want people to know that mental illness is not a death sentence. Okay, it's not the end of the world. You know, there's so mm-hmm. much stigma attached yeah. to it. People are like, oh, no. like it's the wor- it's n- you can deal with it, you can manage it. It's not the end of the world. You know, it the way I see it is like God's way of saying, okay, pull over. Like like you're doing the driving, and he's in the passenger seat, and he said, you know what, this isn't working. Pull over. So you pull over, mm-hmm. and you and he gets in the driver's seat. And mm. you learn that you need to stop. 
uh, recharge and you need to regroup and you need to realign yourself with your purpose. Mm. So that's the way I okay. saw it. Not as, oh my gosh, it is hard. It is difficult when you're going through it, especially the first time, and you it just hits you. You know, you don't know. But if you have a supportive system, like I have a family, my family, you know how they say it takes a village to raise a child? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was me. You know what I mean? Because my family is okay. so supportive. And, okay, um, wow. And I know that really makes, a, makes a world of a difference, huge. having that Absolutely. support system Absolutely. behind you. So, like, you know, let's dig a little deeper. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about mental mental health. And, mm-hmm. you know, you said it's not a death sentence because, yes, I think that people um, – Let's say you know people throw around throw around the word um, loosely. Like something, if you spaz out or you have a meltdown or a breakdown or whatever the case may be, people are mm-hmm. quick to ask like, "You're acting crazy. Stop being crazy." Exactly. And it's like, oh my goodness. And then so we're pretty we're pretty much brought up thinking like, oh well, I don't want to be crazy. Exactly. Not knowing that if there is some type of imbalance with inter- you know internally that exactly. it's not crazy per se that's exactly. not what it is this is just me or who I am and then also I want to say that especially in the you know the African American yes. community that's they it. don't go to the doctor and they don't mm-hmm. want to be diagnosed exactly and so it's like oh my goodness so you're going on with this with a diagnosis that needs to be diagnosed and you should be on medication or getting outpatient or whatever the case may be, but it's not mm-hmm. being talked about because it's, ta- it's taboo. Exactly. So let me ask you, Faye, what, like, you know, through your experience, did you feel those, that type of way or no, or what helped you? I did absolutely feel that way. Um, I did feel the stigma and the shame and I kept it all in and um, especially, too, it's it's with the media, you know. Um, it's like if you see, uh, you know, a comedian or an actress or a celebrity or something, and, you know, it's um, polarized. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh, like they play it up so much. And so mm-hmm. it's like nobody wants that stigma. Nobody wants to be associated with that. But um, I was blessed in that um, I've never been violent, I've never been suicidal, I've never tried to harm myself or anyone else. And so that for me is a blessing, okay? But um, you do have to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I realized, too, that... Um, once I stopped taking it so personally and once Mm -hmm. I realized that um, it wasn't a death sentence and that my story Mm -hmm. is for God's glory and I stopped taking it so personally, Mm -hmm. that's when my life changed, okay? I was able to forgive myself for not being, you know, perfect, you know, for not finishing college the first time, for not, you know, we always have these preconceived ideas in our minds how we want our life to be or how, you know, you know, like especially when you're 18, you know, you expect um, your life to go a certain route. And when it doesn't, you're like, 
devastated, you know. And mm-hmm. so once mm-hmm. I, exactly, you know, so once I realized yeah. that I don't have to take it so personally and um, I could forgive myself, I could love myself, I can accept myself, my mindset, my attitude, my life changed. When I tell you it changed, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's like I had been holding on so tightly, like, oh, what if somebody finds it? Now it's like, listen, I put an ad in the paper about the book that's coming out with Kim Coles, Open Your Gifts. You know, mm-hmm. because it's time to speak out. And it's when you hold it in, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing a God yes. a disservice. You're doing your community. You're doing others a disservice. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we try to mm-hmm. be so perfect. Or people view so us perfect, so, yes. Yeah, and that's, not, judge- that's not real. That's not reality. World. It's not mm-hmm. it's not real at all and I believe no. that what happens too is when you say like I like what you said, you're doing yourself a disservice, you're doing God a disservice. You're because it's like this. This is who you were made you were made exactly. this is who you are. So now exactly. we're not embracing all of you. So it's because go. society tells us not to embrace the flaw, so we wanna isolate ourselves from that and we don't want no claims on it where that's what it is. And I can totally understand and relate to that. I remember um twelve years ago when my mom died, I took it really, really, really bad. I um I closed myself off. I didn't wanna be around anyone, I didn't wanna to talk to anyone, I wouldn't even get out of bed. And my husband at the time, he was just like, you know, Keisha you can't, you can't do this. And I said, well, I'm in a lot of pain, and I don't know what else to do. And the only thing that I do have control over right now is laying in this bed in these tears that come out of my eyes. So that's what I'm going to do. And about a month of doing that, I got up out of bed one day. He had been pushing me to go to the doctor. I go to the doctor. The doctor tells me, well, it's understandable. It's depression. I'm going to give you some antidepressants. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I'm just trying to help you, Keisha, he was saying. I said, but I don't want that because and what did I say? I'm not crazy. That's what mm-hmm. I said. He goes, I, I'm not saying that you're crazy, but you're having, a, you know, a difficult time, and this is going to help you feel better. And I was so stuck on I'm not crazy. If I take these pills, people are going to think I'm taking pills to keep me sane because I'm, because I'm going through this. And he was just mm-hmm. like, no, you really should talk to someone. You should take mm-hmm. the medicine, and I promise you, like, you know, you're going to feel better. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I take the pills, and immediately I'm feeling like, okay, um, I don't like the feeling. Let me say, let me take that back. I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like, it just made me feel like a zombie. It made mm-hmm. me feel numb. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think I needed to feel numb to stop me feeling the way that I was feeling because I was not any good to my husband, my children, anyone. Mm-hmm. So I needed to take a step back and I took the pills. I took a leave of absence, a three-month leave of absence. I took the pills for about a month and a half. And one day, I remember crying myself to sleep, why, why, why? And I went to bed and I woke up and I said, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to feel like this anymore. And from that moment, I just changed. I changed my, um, my, my thinking 
and I started to feel better in the sense of I wasn't crying. I didn't want to take the pills. I didn't want to um, not be engaged. And so it was a process. So I say all that to say is that, you know, I needed to go through it, and if people are going through it or they have similar stories, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. It's okay because for me to sit right here and say this to you with the whole world listening, it's Mm -hmm. okay to say, to co-sign what you said. It's not a death sentence. Somebody can say, well, Keisha, that was just depression, but it's still mental health. It is still your overall well-being, and it needs to be addressed. Exactly. And exactly. that's just, you know, how I feel about it. So now let me let me talk to you a little bit more personal with it. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying you've embraced it, and this is who I am. Did you ever feel, let's say, in the last in the last year, did you ever feel like maybe I shouldn't I shouldn't have told any regrets? No regrets, none. Mm. Um. It, but like I said, it took me a long time to get to this point. Okay. I mean, decades. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm talking, mm-hmm. um, I had, I got sick for the very first time when I was in college, and I was 18, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I had to, my my mother came to get me. I was out of state. I went to a, a college out of state. And she had to uh, fly back to come get me. And on my birthday, I was signing myself out of college. And that was like the lowest point in my life. You know, you imagine, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm 18 now, I'm in college, you know, there's football games, you know, it's going to be exciting, you know, dorm life. And, and I was finding myself out of my dream college that I had always wanted to go to. And it was just surreal. Like, is this really happening? Like, everything. Mm. Is this real? Is this real? And then I remember thinking, right. okay, well, maybe it's something there. Maybe once I get home, my life will return to normal. But it didn't mm-hmm. because the problem was, you know, with me. The problem was it wasn't anything, you know, outside of me. Mm-hmm. It was something that I had to deal with. And when I got home, the problem was still there, and uh, the illness was still there, and I went into the hospital for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was rough. Okay. You know? But um, wow. My family was supportive, like I said, and here I am. Thank God. You know? Yes. Yes. And and, yes. and Keisha, yes. let yes. me just say something too. That laughter is very important. Okay, so every mm. day I find um things to laugh at. Okay. It could be myself, mm. it could be a commercial on T V, it could be a conversation that I'm having with someone, but you gotta laugh. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Yes. You know. Oh my like goodness! I think that's wonderful. Say, they they say that's the best medicine. It is that you know, laughing and smiling is the best medicine. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I totally agree with it. I said, life is too short to be unhappy, so you got to smile. And people exactly. always say, like, I always see your picture, Keisha, and you're smiling. And I said, well, should I post up the ones where I'm frowning? No. Exactly. Exactly. Gotta, I, I'm in a good place. And when you're feeling good, it just, it just you know, it seeps out your pores. And yes. it's. It, you can't control it, and you can't you you can't hide it. And you know what happens is also too. Then people are looking at you. Well, well, what are you so happy about, Faye? Uh, don't you like, hear that? Why not? I hear that all the time. <laughs> I hear that all the time. Oh, she's always smiling. But you know what? I'm not always happy, but I have joy. You know, you I oh, I carry that. my joy. Say that. And when mm-hmm. you think about where you once were and where you are now. You are so grateful and so thankful, you know, every day you're thankful. So why can't I be joyful? Right, exactly. You're, you know, again, life is short to be, you know, frowning and looking all, you know, all upset exactly. at me mugging you know you see pictures and like with social media we you know we are given a front seat into you know complete strangers or even some mm-hmm. people that we do know we we get a front seat into their world so we see what they're posting and then there's some pictures where you're seeing like wow you you look like you're in pain something's wrong you, do, you know mm-hmm. what's happening why are you upset why are you frowning? Why aren't you happy? And, you know, and then it kind of makes you want to reach out to say, like, hey, it's okay. You know, yes. you don't have to be happy 24-7, but yes. it's okay because I think that what you mentioned about, you know, smiling and being happy when you're dealing with mental health issues, I think also, too, letting people know or being that person, if it's not you going through it, being that person to say, like, you know what, you may not want to talk to your best friend, you may not want to talk to your parents or your significant other, but if you just want to vent, I'm here. If you Mm -hmm. just want to talk. Because sometimes when you're going through your own personal crisis, you feel so alone. You don't believe that anyone cares or that anyone wants to listen. Exactly. Yeah. And communication is so important. And you would be surprised. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be, um, you can be, um, I don't know, on a bus or just out somewhere in a restaurant right. anywhere. You can be somewhere, and you're going through, and you're in a lot of pain. And someone mm-hmm. may walk past you, a total stranger, and they look at you and and they smile, and it's just two seconds, and they're gone. And you just it mm-hmm. just lifts you up to know that you are not alone in this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, yes, it's, just, it's just a little thing. You'll never see them again in life. But mm-hmm. it was just that connection in that second to let you know that um, you're not alone. Definitely. Definitely that. So that brings me shifting gears a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. talk about your other upcoming release, Unleash Your Fabulous, uh. embracing <laughs> the you-ness in you. Come on, Faye. You know I wasn't going to let you off the hook, and we wasn't talking about that. Okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am so excited about that. Well, Unleash Your Fabulous comes out um, May 22nd, okay? Awesome. 
and it's a book of empowerment. It's short and sweet. It's about how to uh, embrace the Eunice in you. Um, it's mm-hmm. about how our thoughts and our words, our feelings, our actions, how they all play a part in our lives. And so how we have mm-hmm. to be careful. We have to be mindful of the words we speak. We have to be, we need to be mindful of uh, our vocabulary. Like if you say I am, you know, watch what you connect with your I am. You know, there's so mm-hmm. much in, empowerment um, within words, you know, and spoken word. So um, mm-hmm. I'm just really excited about that book. Um, um, I have, let's see, uh, the cover, just everything. I, 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 see, I'm the type of person that when I'm excited, I'm excited. And that's yeah, what, no, it's nothing wrong with you know, that. It's like I trip over my words. Right now, I, it's okay. I get okay, I'm like, like, when I'm excited, what? I'm excited. No, 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 Faye, don't worry about it. I want to know, when when can readers get that book? When can they get that? Get that well, you um, know what? They you can, said it's coming out on, on May 22nd, 22nd, but, like, can they go to your website, or how do you want to? You know what? They can actually go to Amazon today and pre-order it. Okay. And it will be released. Yes, and it will be released uh, in two weeks. Okay, okay. Wow. Okay, thanks. Okay, good. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing about that book is it was so fun to write. Um, Mm -hmm. Once I really got started, it was was so fun. And it it, it helped me. You know, it empowered me, too. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy. I'm so, so, so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's no, like how really, not like, to this sit is on your awesome. Hmm? Thank you. No, it's, it's just it's awesome because I was telling the listeners before you um got on the line, I said when she told me like this whole don't sit on your fabulous, I was just like, I love that. I I love it. And I remember us having a conversation with you, like, I ain't sitting on my fabulous. Like I, I <laughs> yes, got something I remember. To do. Like that's yes, right, that's like, right. Listen. Absolutely. Like, listen, you so I'm trying to tell you. Look, I'm a I'm walk I'm a I'm, you know I'm a work in progress, but I ain't sitting on my fabulous at all. Me if there's so. a way that I can make it, it's whatever I put my hands on or I'm you know I'm associating myself with, and it was just like, um, you know, working with you, it has been so awesome because like of course oh. I have a love for pink, so anything pink I'm on, See that? and <laughs> to be with someone who in love, see I share I that do. I do too, yes. <laughs> So I'm like, we are in there, but it's just like, you know, you have a warm spirit about yourself and you're so happy-go-lucky, optimistic, and it's just like, wow, you know, and you're very personable. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. So it's like, okay, I know she ain't sitting on her fabulous. I know. I know she not because she she got it going on, and it's something that, you know, what's going on, and I think that we need to see more positive because social media television, all of this, you know, media doesn't always embrace us or showcase us in such a positive light. So I think that it's good to see, look at me. I'm fabulous. I'm I'm not sitting on it. I want to unleash mine, and I want to teach you how to unleash yours, too. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so that is that is super, super awesome. So, yes, so now, listeners, you can go pre-order Unleash Your Fabulous and on bring the uniqueness in you on Amazon. Absolutely. One click yes. it. Three ninety nine. One click it today to pre order it. It will come straight to your Kindle um, on May twenty second. For those out there like, for those out there who say I don't have a Kindle, don't you worry because Kindle got something for you. Whatever your device is, they have the app for it. You can't say that no more. I don't care if your team iPhone, Android, iPad, right. whatever. <laughs> they got you That's right. covered. Just you know. You can just you can read on the go. So yes, this is you know quick and short, simple to the you know to the point and so forth. So congrats on that. And I'm looking over here, um, and I'm I, I see Tressa over here. I see her name. I said, ah, this is wonderful. So I know it is fabulous. If Tressa has anything to do with yes. it, <laughs> yes, Tressa and Natasha, yes. they um yes, to Natasha edit too. for me. Yeah, yeah, they're fabulous. Fabulous women. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So you're you got a lot going on, so you I have do. the book that you do. Like you have the book with Kim Cole, you got Mocha Madness coming, and you have this one this month. Uh oh. And listen, go. there's more to Whoa. come, okay? <laughs> there is more to come, Keisha. <laughs> And there will also you, look, she ain't sitting on it. <laughs> I've been listen, I've been sitting long enough. I've been sitting long enough, so it's like time. Let's do this. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is awesome. So now let me um shift gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we talked about Don't Sit on Your Fabulous, but, you know, with the T-shirts and the mugs, that's going into that entrepreneur land. What yes. made you take that leap as opposed to, you know, it just being, you know, this is, you know, something that I'm, that's mine, that I own. I, you know, I did the copyright for it. What made you say, you know what, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to put it on T-shirts. I'm really going to brand it and make it products. Hmm. You know something interesting? Um, I met with, I met Damon John one day in the city, and mm-hmm. we were talking, and uh, when I shared with him the idea don't sit on your fabulous. The first thing he said was, oh, I love it. And that was <laughs> encouragement to me that, you know what, I can make this work, you know. This can be done. So you never know who's going to inspire you, you know. You never know where inspiration is coming from. Um, you never know. That's why it's so important to have mentors. You know, people mm. that have experience and people who okay. can uh, look at you and see something in you and see something in your product and say, you know what, mm. she can make that happen if, you know, she's consistent and she does her homework. But it's very encouraging. So um, that gave me the idea, you know what, I really can do this. And right now I'm working on my own, so, um, okay. you know, it's like everything that I do. Um, but I, I'm going to make it happen. Wow, that's I'm going to make it happen. No, and the, you're, the like, mud, you're on the right path with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's mm-hmm. a, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, because you know, you know, just like being, you know, with being a self-published author, you know, that going that indie route, being an entrepreneur, it's the same thing, the same grind, the same yes. hustle, because it's all about branding, putting yourself in front of people, having the right people, you know, on your team that are working with you. And, you know, because the ultimate goal is exposure. You want to be exposed to different people. You want to, you know, network with, you know, as many people as possible. So Mm -hmm. now have you now combined the two, bringing the books to the mugs and what have you, the brands, or do you like to keep them separate? Um. No, I am going to incorporate them together. Um, The beautiful thing about Don't Sit on Your Fabulous is to show people that even with uh, mental illness, uh, with mental health issues, you can still get it done. Like, don't use that as an excuse not to stop living. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Okay. Don't yeah, sit on your definitely. Head. Like no excuses. You yeah. can't use that as an excuse. It's not a deficit. no, not at all. Things can you can not still get things done. Mhm. I agree. So I okay. really want right. you that's, to encourage. That's definitely a good thing. Okay, so now um, we have like um, ten minutes left on the show. We have some callers. I was okay. so caught up talking to you, I forgot that I was doing a show. Like, I thought I was just sitting on the phone talking to my girlfriend. See, I that, know. That makes for a good show, though. Like, when you get caught up, like, hold up. Oh, this thing, I ain't just sitting there talking to Faye. Let me, let me bring the other people. That's, I want to comment. Please, 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 please. 718, I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? Seven one eight, are you there? Just listening? Okay, I'll put you back in the queue. All right. Three four seven, I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chats. Who's this? This is Karen Miller. Hey, Hi, Karen, Karen Miller, how are you? I'm marvelous because I'm talking to fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> She's an excellent human being. I'm I have all her books. She is marvelous in anything that she does. And I heard everything uh-huh. that she said, and I just want to share this. I was at the same place in depression at one time because I had breast cancer, and I felt, why me? They had to take over my breast. So as uh-huh. I went through ups and downs, I said, you know what? What God got for me, something, something is better there. So I understand what depression is. I understand what going back and forth saying that I don't want to get my breast taken off, I didn't want to take the chemo, the radiation, the medicine. So I'm on a drug for 10 years. But now, ladies, I'm just marvelous. I'm marvelous now. Oh, love it. I love life. Oh, you, know, you love life? Absolutely. you got to smile with life. And I learned one thing from Faith in her book. She said, she read the first book, The Pink, was slipping and sliding, whatever it is. When she said about church folks, I was one of them church folks. But I got brand new and got myself into gear. And she's an outstanding human being, and I love her. And anything that she has, I'm going to get. I didn't get the cup yet, but I'm going to order the cup. Okay. But I just want to let everybody okay. know around the world, buy her book, support her, because she is the real deal. Wow. Wow. Thank wow. You. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so oh my much. Gosh. 
Cameron, oh, thank you so much, Cameron, for calling, for calling in. Thank I'm going to put Cameron. you back in the queue because I want to get grab these other callers before the show ends. But, Cameron, Love thank you. you so much for calling thank in. Thank you, Cameron. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome. Love you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I know, right? Okay, let me grab. Let me see if I can grab these last two before the show ends. Seven one eight. I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chat. Who's this? I wonder if they're muted or something. Yeah, I just I'm I unmuted them. Seven one eight, you there? Or you just listen. I can put you back in the queue. Okay, I'm gonna go to another call. Three one four. I'm taking your call now. Hello, welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? Hello. Excuse me. My name Hi. is Portia, Do- Portia Doyle and Hardgrove. How are you? Hi. Um, I was just calling. I just want to say thank you. Um, Faye, I saw her post earlier today about the uh, battle with bipolar depression, and uh-huh. that has definitely impacted my family and my sister specifically. Um, and so I did call and encourage her to call in um, just to hear the best of genes because it's totally wonderful. And it, at the end of the day, it definitely comes down to mindset and choice. Um, and, Keisha, I think you mentioned also that your mother had passed away, and my mother did too, and so I dealt with a bout of depression mm-hmm. as well. And at the end of the day, as mm-hmm. you stated, I got to a point where I was like, you know what, <laughs> I'm tired of this, right? Um, yep. But I did go see, I uh, went to go see a therapist, and that was very helpful. So definitely remove the stigma and say I'm very excited for you. I'm definitely going to support you. you. And I just want to say thank you so much, and um, you're just definitely going to help a lot of people. So thank you. Wow, and and I wish oh. your sister all the best. Thank you. Yes, Absolutely. definitely. Oh wow. Oh, thank, thank you so much for calling in. Wow. I appreciate that. No problem. Definitely. All right, I'll put you back in the queue. Oh my goodness, Faye. Wow. wow. It doesn't get any better than that, right? Like, oh. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So now we got we got about five minutes left on the show. Okay. Before I let you go, please tell the listeners how they can stay in the loop with the wonderful, fabulous Faye Thompson. Okay. Um, they can connect with me uh, at com. Um, and also faithompson.com, and um, let me see, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Faye Thompson okay. Now. Okay, so you okay. can um, connect with me there for updates okay. about awesome. upcoming books and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, I want to say thank you so much for being on the Writer's Life Chats. I tell everyone when you come once, you're welcome back. You become family thank here. You. So thank you. Thank you so much. And um, oh, you're what would you, before I let you go, I want you to um, tell the listeners one last thing in regards to May being Mental Health Awareness um, Month, one thing that you want to leave them with. I just want them to know that there is help available on that it's not a death sentence, okay? It's just a way of letting you know that you need to stop and recharge and regroup, but you can do this, okay? I am doing it. I'm living with it every day, and it gets better. It gets easier, okay? Just 
stay encouraged. Stay encouraged, yeah, definitely. I think the mental plays a big part of it, just being optimistic or having positive people around you. Because Mm -hmm. if you're around people who don't understand what you're going through, because it turns into your own personal hell, and if you don't have the right support system, you're, it's like it's torture on top of torture. Exactly. The torture that you're dealing with within as well as what you're feeling you're living with in this, you know, in the actual world. So you have to change, you know, change that. If the people are not supporting you, get away from it because it, it will eat you up like a, can- like a cancer and start to, like, you know, tear away at you. So definitely I agree 100% with you. So, yes, Faye Thompson, thank you so much oh, for you're being welcome. on the Writers Life Chat. My pleasure. I want you to have, no, this is awesome. I want you to have a fabulous week and continue <laughs> to have the rest of a fabulous evening, oh, darling. Fabulous, fabulous. Thank but you so yes. much, Keisha. But, yes, we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care okay, I'm going to put you back in the care. All right. Okay. You too. Oh, yes, that was the wonderful Faith Thompson. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Writer's Life Chat. Like Faith said, you are not alone. There is help available. You can talk to someone. If you don't know who to talk to, I'll be the first one to tell you. You can talk to me. I am on social media um, at Keisha Green. If you just want to lend an ear, you, you know, excuse me, if you just need an ear, I, I you know, to look, I'm all tongue-tied. If you just want to talk, how about that? I'm all tongue-tied. If you just want to talk, get it out. Listen, uh, you know, I'm here, you know, but, you know, I, I just want everyone to know you are not alone. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. It gets easier. Just like Faith said, it gets easier. So on that note, thank you so much for tuning into the Writer's Life Chat. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with the Relationship Series. But, again, have a good evening, everyone, and thank you so much. And if you missed any part of this show, please go back and listen to the archives at www writerslifechats.com, or you can find us on iTunes. Good night, everyone.